So we're going to get real and talk about business plans. Isn't that so fun? Some of you are going, oh my gosh, they're the stupidest thing ever. Others of you are going, yes, totally love looking at them, love referring to them. We are going to talk nitty gritty about business plans, how to create them, why you create them, why you should have them, and maybe why we sometimes need to toss them out the window. Let's get real. Life moves fast and so do these episodes. You are busy juggling all the things, work, life, kids, relationships, and everything else nitty gritty, but you have vividly wild dreams to get. My name's Melissa Rose, and let me just say, I get that growing a family and scaling a profitable business is no small feat, no matter how early we wake up or how much caffeine we consume. But I'm here to tell you, you can and you will through consistent, inspired action. In this show, we're going to be encouraged, we're going to be empowered, and we're going to leave with a quick win that you can apply today in your business, life, or relationship. Sound good, ladies? Let's get real. And now, your host, Ms. Melissa Rose, who is such a rebel woman that she'll pour herself a second cup of coffee in the morning and not even drink it. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of In the Nitty Gritty. How are you? So good to be here with you. Thank you so much for putting me in your ears. I am cozied up here next to my fireplace because we're still a little chilly outside. We have hit double digits, but we're still a little chilly as I record this on what day? February 18th. So I am going to talk about business plans. And I just want to thank Liz for messaging me and asking for this. She goes, Melissa, can you do a podcast on business plans? I'm like, thank you. That's exactly what I should be talking about because they are kind of the necessary evil, kind of. So we're going to dive in in a few minutes here, but I first have a listener shout out. I am so excited. We have another review. The listenership is growing. My producer just told me this morning that we are on a new record this month. So I am so excited. Here we go from Das Cocina. I know this is Chris. So thank you, Chris. It says excellent content. At first, I shied away from this podcast because it was geared towards mompreneurs. But after listening to a few episodes, I'm hooked. Melissa shares a ton of inspiring and educational content that can benefit just about everyone. 10 out of 10, highly recommend. Thank you so much for leaving that review. And if you haven't left a review yet and have been listening for a while, I invite you to do that. I seriously do a little happy dance every time I get one. If you are brand new, welcome. My name is Melissa Rose. I am a brick and mortar and service-based business coach where I help my clients go from chaos to clarity through consistent action, inspiring, empowering, and equipping you to your best life yet. My goal is that you create a business that works for you, not you working your business 24-7. Because let's be real, we're moms, we're juggling all the things. We got kids, we have a partner, we have a life. We have a life. Do you have a life outside of your business, y'all? Sometimes it doesn't feel like it, and I want you to get there. So in this podcast, we're going to get real, and we're going to talk about it. Today's topic, business plans. (laughs) I just have to laugh because... I polled my audience and I asked them to give me their thoughts on business plans. And one one person said, I hate them. They're stupid. Why bother? And that's kind of how I feel about it too, you guys. However, however, if we are going to be smart and set ourselves up for success, we need to have a business plan. We're going to talk about it in two different ways. One way is if you need to borrow money from the bank. You're starting out, you maybe need to rent a space and you need to do a build out. You need money to get started. There's very few of us that 
have deep pockets that we can just get up and go, or a business that doesn't have a lot of overhead. So if you have to borrow money from the bank, no problem, you can do this. If I can do this, y'all, you can do this. So for those of you that don't know, I have a dance studio, and the first six years of my dance studio, I did it out of my home. Then I had a divorce and I needed to take my business more seriously. So the first six years, it was a side hustle. Like many of us mompreneurs are doing, we're just doing a side hustle to pay for groceries, get some cash for the car, whatever. And then we grow and ramp it up. My ramp up happened via a divorce, which is fine. It's all good because it's turned out beautifully. And then I outgrew my current setting, which was out of my home. And then I had to make the decision if I want to grow how I really want to grow, I need to expand to a commercial space. And in order to do that, I needed to do a build out, which involved getting a bank loan. And I had to do a business plan. 12 years ago, when my ex-husband said, well, you just need to write a business plan. I was like, what the hell? I don't need to borrow money. I'm just going to teach some dance classes out of my house. What's the big deal? But I downloaded a template or I just kind of looked what business plans are. And I already knew the industry for me because I was living it. So I just kind of bullet pointed it. But in order to get money from the bank, they're not going to just want bullet points, y'all. They're going to want a little bit more. So you have to set yourself up for success. Hey guys, I have a little joke for you. Where do you hide a dead body? On the second page of Google. You guys, let's make sure your business is not there. You work too hard to run your business to not be found. And yet I am blown away at how many business owners don't know how to leverage Google to work for them. I just got audited a couple weeks ago by a Google expert who affirmed that we are doing everything right. He was blown away that I was doing all the things and he couldn't sell me on his services. So I am going to share all the things I know you guys in this live 90 minute Zoom workshop where I am going to show you exactly what we do in our business, how we do it and share it with you so that you know and you can share it with your marketing team or your admin so that you can come up first on Google. You work so hard, ladies. I want your business working for you. So this workshop is 90 minutes, March 18th at 2 p.m. It's a Thursday afternoon. It's going to be through Zoom and it will be recorded. So if you can't make it live, get the recording. There is also an option to get a strategy call along with it. I'd love to help you and serve you this way in your business. Claim your spot by going to mismelissrose.com backslash Google workshop. So when creating that business plan for the bank, there were a few things that we really needed to look at. We needed to present to them the problem or the opportunity that we could give to the community. We needed to provide the solution. We needed to show the bank the target market to show them how many clients I could potentially serve. I had to really look through, are there enough people to serve? And put that and present that and create a case for it. It's kind of like being a lawyer, right? And what makes you different? Why us? Why my studio rather than going literally less than a mile down the road to the next studio? So this forced me to put it out on paper. And that's the beauty of a business plan. Whether you get money from the bank or not, it forces you to pause and really think about who you are serving, what you do, and what makes you different, which comes down to marketing. 
I have a template here for y'all. For those of you that need to do this or want to revisit this, I have a template that I have created and you can download it. It has all these basic points that I'm talking about and you can fill it in. Take an afternoon to do this, to get the bulk of it, and then you can tweak it. But it's so important to really lay out these numbers and to lay out the words and to lay out the competition and realize, okay, that's my competition and it's all good. How can I set myself apart? How can I do it different? Maybe I don't do it that much different, but I offer this. And it just is a beautiful thing to help you peel away and know exactly what you're doing. It also then gives the bank confidence that you know what you're doing. Another part of your business plan is the expectations. What do you expect for growth? And this is where I always struggled, and maybe you can relate. You can do all the things. (laughs) You can do all the marketing. You can do all the research. You can have a service or a product, and you put it down on paper, and then it says projected growth. And if you are starting out, you have no freaking clue. You just genuinely don't. And that is the hardest part. And I remember looking at that 12 years ago. So what is your projected growth? And I'm thinking, (laughs) I don't know. Of course you want to say these big numbers or whatever, but then what is your time? What can you physically bring in as far as clients? Like how many clientele can you have at one time? Can you do group classes? Can you do group coaching? Can you do group sessions? Or is it all one-on-one work? So piecing that together. As you go in business longer, those numbers obviously get easier to project because you have history. But when you're starting out, it really is a little bit of calculation and then a lot of spitball in it. Like going, okay, I think I can do this, but who knows? And when I say that, I just have to laugh because I created my business plan, y'all, in 2019 for the bank. And I got my build-out loan and then 2020 happened. And all those numbers didn't matter. And that's the frustration I have with a business plan because you can put everything out on paper and do exactly what you said you were going to do and life will happen. 2020 was one of those years I hope we never ever have to see again, but there are going to be things in life that are going to throw curveballs at you. And that's why the business plan is good to have as your foundation or blueprint to see where you are tracking. If you're starting out and have no history behind you, it's a little bit challenging to create those numbers, but you can do it. And understand that the first year, it's a test run. It's a test run of, okay, is this going to work? Hopefully you validate a product, validated a service, and you put it out there and you get clients and you're able to make some money. Going forward, it's going to be easier. It's one thing to run a business, it's another to run a profitable business. So set yourself up for success. One way I keep myself profitable is by following the Profit First Method by Mike Michalowicz. It's a must-read book for all you business owners out there. So if you haven't read it, go to MsMelissaRose.com backslash mymustreads. You'll get a list of all my favorite books that I recommend with links to have it on your doorstep in 24 hours or in your Audible app within minutes. After you read it, create a profit account through Acorns. Acorns is the only micro-investing account that allows you to invest spare change. Set it up in under five minutes and automatically add money to your portfolio. It's an easy way I like to save my profits. 
Every time I allocate my profit percentage, I put it in the acorns and watch it grow. Then every quarter, I get to take out a portion and celebrate. Use it for your profit hold or your tax hold or create another retirement by rounding up on daily purchases. You'll get $5 from In the Nitty Gritty. Simply go to mismalisrose.com backslash deals to get your link. And that brings me to my second way of looking at a business plan. After you've had that first year, second year, third year, it's much easier to go back and revisit this. And some people would call these, aren't these goals, Melissa? That's kind of how I look at it. I look at where I want to go. I know I have grown a certain percentage each year, and it's been very consistent for the past five years that I've grown a certain percentage each year. I can be confident that I will continue to grow at that level But what am I going to do a little different to make sure that my marketing then gets the growth that I am expecting? Are there classes or services that I need to stop offering because they aren't profitable? And looking at the numbers. So this all ties into the bookkeeping and watching your numbers and looking at your business plan to see where you are going. Some people... (laughs) Get up and work their tails off regardless. But a business plan helps you know where you're going. I need to be here by February, so that way I know I will have this by July. It's getting those markers so that you know exactly what you need to do when. It also keeps you accountable. It helps you know that, shoot, I did not make February's benchmark, so I need to make up for it in March. How am I going to do that? If you are not that person that looks at your numbers or looks closely at that business plan or outline of where you're going, I really encourage you to do that. It's one of those things that if you want to grow, you got to know the details of your business. And a business plan helps with that. How I use it now is every year I revisit my goals, even quarterly, like I just did an exercise a couple weeks ago of revisiting where I want to go in five years or where I want to be, what needs to happen by three years, what needs to happen by next year, and what needs to happen in order for all that to be true. So that's a a way of business planning. Okay, if I want to be here in five years, there's some things I have to do differently at each benchmark in the game. So glorified goal setting, you can call it, you could call it wishful thinking, you could call it a business plan. You can love it, you can hate it, you can use it as a guide, you can cling on to it and know that this is the way you're gonna do your business. I have had the experience that you can put it all out on paper and then life happens. And that's the beauty of being a business owner is the beautiful journey that we all have of ebbing and flowing and figuring it out and being resourceful because ultimately we can plan everything we want to have happen in our business and life happens. So do I recommend a business plan? Absolutely. You need to set yourself up for success. You need to do your job as a smart woman who wants to run a profitable business. Is a business plan the end-all be-all? Absolutely not. Life happens and you are resourceful, you're smart, you are flexible, and you will figure it out. And that is what makes you a badass rebel woman and part of this awesome tribe. I would love to know your thoughts. Share how you use a business plan or how you don't. Message me in the DMs or email me. And if you need a business plan template, 
download the one I have for you. Totally free. Just grab it and put things out on paper. It's such a great exercise to get it out of your head and really see the awesome offerings that you have. All right, guys, I hope this was helpful. Have a great week. We'll see you here. Same time, same place next week. Peace. Bye-bye. Hey there, guys, real quick. If you are loving the podcast, could you do me a huge favor? Would you rate and review this podcast so other people could find it? That is the best way for people to find more about In the Nitty Gritty. Thanks so much. Peace.